I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. Uh, James Campbell, or Jim Campbell, is with me. Eva. Hello. Pete Donaldson. Hello there. Lovely to have you back. Yes. And you, James. Uh, and also lovely to have Luke Moore back. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's been a long week without you. Uh, Wayne Rooney has just won the PFA Player of the Season. Which previous winner was a memorable one for you, chaps? James, go first, um, please. Well, this is obviously before my actual, uh, well, life. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm going to go for uh, old Keggy, Kevin Keegan. Um, any excuse to get Keegan in. Purely because, I mean, <laughs> we, I mean, we perpetuate this, but he is seen as a bit of a laughing stock. But it's easy to forget what a great player Keegan actually was. Yep. I mean, he won the European Player of the Year twice in a row when he was at Hamburg, which is no mean feat. And when he came back to England with Southampton, which was an odd odd choice at, at the time. Second and Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he won it Stop then. And, you know, he was... Uh, I think it's a testament to what an incredible player he was. Isn't it? It's a weird one, Keegan, because he's, you can find him in the same sort of category you get Gary Lineker, because he's yeah. done so much odd stuff since he's been retired. <laughs> yeah. Like, obviously, Lineker's done crisp adverts and yeah. he's turned himself into a bit of a parody of himself on Match yeah. of the Day. Yeah. You forget, actually, he was brilliant. Yeah, he was yeah, a brilliant yeah. goal scorer. One of our I, greatest ever. ever. Yeah. I, I saw Keegan Scott, I think my favourite bicycle kick, the most exquisitely, you know, I think Mike scored one a little while ago, was it? Yeah. One yeah. Mike wasn't it? And it was, it was a very, very good bicycle kick, but this one was from the edge of the area he's got his battle kick over the top of the keeper and it was so exquisite and then it got ruled off for offside or an <laughs> infringement or something and so Keegan cried he could <laughs> see it on his face <laughs> he was cracked. upset but, um, but he, he was some player wasn't oh, absolutely. he was I mean he really is genuinely one of sort of the England all time greats it's so easy to forget that I think it's because when he retired when he was playing for Newcastle he left the pitch in a helicopter he just immediately <laughs> became this sort of mental case <laughs> yeah I think, I think Keegan's a great shout absolutely I wish yeah. I'd been around to see him in his pond <clears throat> Pete um, I'm going to go for um, a man not really discussed at length on the football ramble very much John Walk John uh, yeah. escaped won the it victory like, star John Walk <laughs> <laughs> what year did he win it in? So it was like 81, 82 I think okay. but I mean to be fair I mean I saw him play um, like his last four or five years in, uh, for Ipswich and stuff but the amount of games that he played for Ipswich in, on three separate actually I think three I saw him as bits. well play for Ipswich I remember him playing for he actually you're right but he was 80, 81 was, was John Walker and then it was the year after when it was Keegan at Southampton mm. yeah a, a golden go. edge for, uh, for football? Scottish and English football <laughs> <laughs> for British 
but, he's, but, he's, but I mean, he was um, very highly thought of. He scored like something like from from being a defensive midfield. He scored like thirty odd uh, goals in the in his UEFA. You remember when they won the UEFA Cup? Yeah, they, he scored. Oh, he scored in. He scored in in the final twice. So obviously, it was over two legs. Yeah, he scored. Over, uh, he scored twice then, and, and um, he scored thirty odd goals in that season, which wow. is like from, from for a defensive mid yeah. defensive midfield. Yeah, that is incredible. But well, he was, was up and down. But I mean, yeah, as he got yeah, older, yeah. he got a bit. But he was he was such a solid. Player, I, I, I genuinely, I, I really, really do like. Good uh, shout. Yeah. Hard as yeah. nails. This is the first well. question we've done for ages. Where you wanted you to ask Nick Mine. Help you all. You always go there first, don't you? To, go to the left of the dealer. You know how it works. Um, if you I'm, will sit that side. I was toying between two, two. I was toying between um, which ones? Well, Cantona yes, in '94. He won it, I think. Mm. Yep. Uh, but eventually, I went for uh, Dennis Bergkamp. He won it in '97, '98. Dennis Bergkamp because he had an amazing year. Dennis Bergkamp. Yeah, ridiculous. Exactly. That capped it off. But he, like, obviously, after won a double that season, and he was from lagging way behind. He was. December as well. They hit form at exactly the right time. Yeah. They timed it to perfection, you know. And um, that season, he scored loads of those goals where he would come in from the left, use the defender to shield the and ball, curl it. and then yeah. curl it into the goalkeeper's mm. left corner. But obviously, he's the master of that. He steered the Netherlands to. Um, I know it's a bit outside the sort of spectrum of this award, but he scored. He, he obviously steered the Netherlands to the semi-final of the World Cup as mm. well, scoring that in amazing goal scoring against Argentina, one of, one of the greatest goals of all time. Mm. Uh, but it's interesting actually when I was when I was looking up about Cantona. Um, uh, today, earlier today, I realised that for the last four years, um, the PFA Player of the Year has been a Man United player because it's been it's been Rooney. That's right, yeah. It's been gigs before that, and then yeah. Ronaldo won it twice, didn't he? Yeah, well, that, they, they've won three league titles. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm just saying it's interesting. That. It was such a pity that, that the Manchester United side of early Giggs' career was so good and so sort of uh, and so dominant in in the Premier League because I mean I think Giggs probably deserved it long before 2000. Oh, it was more of a sort, yeah, of, yeah. A, kind of, sort of nod to him, wasn't it? It's yeah. almost like when Scorsese got the Oscar for Departed and everyone's yeah. going, it's for good fellas, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we made a mistake and we're going to put it right. Yeah. But the interesting one, when I was looking in Cantona's one, I almost went for him because he was just such a shit. It was, it, was, <laughs> yeah. it was the year before he got sent off for that Crystal Palace thing. Yeah. But even, shit music. Even in the 93-94 season, he got sent off like two games in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He missed the League Cup final because he was was it legal the FA Cup final or something because uh, he was he was suspended I saw that quote of his recently somewhere when the the trawler comes the seagulls know the fish are going to be yeah. something no when yeah. the seagulls follow the trawler it's because they think sardines are going to be thrown yeah the wonderful great yeah, that's great. I mean, <laughs> great stuff the, I wish we were incredible yeah. incredible well, goal we he scored against Sunderland just really sticks in my mind and the, the celebration is where he just stood there like a sort of proud statue of himself <laughs> yeah. almost, like, in tribute to the goal he just scored it's brilliant he retired Cantona. far too early as well yeah, oh god yeah it's a real shame Canton and Bergkamp are both good good um, shouts though because they sort of represent kind of the modern era of the premiership really those mm. two players that really ushered in Sort of the sort of foreign players coming what, over and making a difference to the league. What was that really dull um, final? Uh, Manchester United. I think it was Liverpool. Manchester United. Liverpool. Was it Manchester yeah. when, when he scored. When he scored that volley, well, James, right. David James. It, 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 it appeared to be from behind him. Yeah, he that's managed, right. Yeah. The, the ball was sort of floating behind him, and he managed to get his foot round it. FA Cup final. I think it was about five minutes to go. It was the white suits. That's right. Yes, I think it was. Jamo had a howler. He dropped a clanger. He punched it the corner, and it went out to the edge of the box. And he, he shouldn't have really come for it. And he volleyed it through a crowd of players. Yeah, well, it, yeah, he, I mean, it bounced, it set up. That was him. when James was in his flapping best. He would flap yeah. at anything. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that year when Cantona <laughs> won it, they won, you know, won a double as well, I think, mm. 94. Who are you going for, Marcus? 
Well, I'm going to go for the man uh, David Pleat once called uh, Terry Sheddingham. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Sheddingham. Terry Henry. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't uh, narrow it down. Um, uh, yeah, Teddy Sheringham. Because I, I loved it how he was, you know, advanced in years. And he came back and... and what year did he win? Th- it was in the uh, 2000, 2001. Oh, yeah. And he had, he had an amazing sort of first six months, yeah. mm. which pretty much won him the award. The, the latter six months were still good, but it was the first six months. He was just superb for that United yeah. side. And I thoroughly enjoyed watching his football that season. Scored, he scored a lot of goals as well. Just a great player to watch. He was yeah. great. Mm. Just an interesting player to watch. Mm. Well, we, we, need, we need points. We need points. I think I'm on a hat-trick. Don't want to put any pressure on you. Do you know I was about to give it to you? But oh, not- <laughs> <laughs> you're joking. Uh, no, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Yes. Go on. I dispute that one. Three in a row. Jim <laughs> actually got him. No one doesn't care. Curious about know. that. He mentioned toe. That's not fair. Yeah. No, I, I read about. I read, about I read about John Mark. He slept in a in a drawer when he was a kid because he couldn't afford a cot. Peter's. Well, you didn't say that before he, I gave the points. He, did got you? Mar- he got married in Gretna Green. Do you not? Do you <laughs> have any of these? This Ammunition about Peter, your the, players. The points have been released. <laughs> Why are you saying this to me Peter's now? Genuinely drawn John Walk, John Walk on his knee. Yeah, I yeah. can see it from here. He really has. In, in honour of the uh, Rooney that was in the uh, newspapers like, this morning. It looks more like John Toshak. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it looks like anything oh, from maybe, yeah, Anything from. Well, the points are mine. So well done to me. Disgraceful. <laughs> Rooney has won the Player of the Year, though. Have we all agree. Yeah, yeah I think on. so. We weren't asked, but yeah, how we. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, young player of the year, James Milner. The young player of the year is a bit of a weird one because James Milner's not really that young anymore, is he? Yeah, it's true. Well, Spe- he still won it. Especially as we were talking about players peaking earlier and earlier in their career, it's a bit weird. I, I, I think Milner's. A, a, a oh, was he like 23? Do you, you like I think he's 23. Yeah. Because he played, he played in the England uh, youth setup for quite a lot longer than he should yeah, have been. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's definitely twenty three or twenty four. He might even be twenty four. I, th- I, th- I thought he was older than that. He does seem to have been around forever. So you can't yeah. be older than twenty four to win it. I don't think. I don't think you can be eligible. All oh, right. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, you can win both, though, can't you? You can win. Um, yeah, Andy Gray won both. So did Cristiano Ronaldo, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I believe yeah. that's right. Yeah, the only two in fact. So it's mm-hmm. a year for lookers. I think we can all agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, good for Milner because I think he doesn't get the credit he deserves. And since he's been, since he's been moved into the middle, where he can influence games a lot more, he really has yeah. shown his quality. I, was, I think he'd be really so crucial for us in uh, I, I do I, was, I, think I, was, I was very sad to, to, to lose him to be honest but yeah, um, yeah. obviously I, I would have left and when, when <laughs> yeah. were you going out Second, <laughs> where were you? <laughs> no, you're an item. <laughs> uh, team of the year, Premier League team of the year. Go on, it's been announced. It must be some sort of mistake because it doesn't appear to be any Portsmouth players in there. <laughs> <laughs> Dindo's not in there. No. Um, the Joe, the death sedan. Joe Hart, big goal. Yeah, well, you can't argue. He's that. absolutely superb, Joe Hart. He yeah. really is. He, no, he has been in great form all season. And obviously, with Man City's goalkeeping crisis now, there mm. must be something in the, the loan contract with Birmingham where they can't recall him because yeah. they've, they've applied for an. I think, I think they're allowed like to get him back at the end of the season. I think I thought you'd have like a, I, th- I thought most loan clauses have a have a recall yeah. clause in them it's odd because um, yeah. th- that Gunnar Nielsen who played for City when he came on for Given looks like you he does look like me and he's actually the first Faroe Islands player to play in the Premier mm-hmm. League see I you know it's, it's, that's City's problem really you know you've got your squad of goalkeepers it's your fault if you've loaned someone out and not yeah. prepared for that and if you you know if you've got you can't say oh actually our sort of 
one of our players we don't really think he's that good can we just have another one you yeah. can't do yeah. that yeah. Yeah. They're, they're trying to apply to the Premier League for permission to sign somebody no, yeah, well, they've got someone yeah. there and they have youth team players yeah exactly yeah. If, if you've got someone if they're good enough for the bench they're good enough for the pitch I, I yeah. can't don't put no, them on the bench if you can't if you wouldn't play them for a sustainable time much faith in the in the lads no, no it's really undermining he did alright when he came he did okay he didn't concede or anything it was one of the worst games of the season he did alright yeah um, the, the other players in make up the Premier League team of the year Ivanovic for Chelsea mm. he's had a good season he's done well to turn his sort of career at Chelsea around because mm. he, was, he wasn't played a lot mm. and he, yeah, he that's looked right. like he was going to be shipped out but you know fair play uh, Vermalen Vermalen which one do you say uh, call him the Verminator cause yeah. I'm a dick <laughs> 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 uh, he's had a good season yeah. done for Aston Villa Oh, he's done re- really well as well because a lot of people say no he's a bit over the hill mm. so he's done well I think he's read, done but well yeah, but um, I, mm. so that would be maybe the, the surprise one for me in there mm. actually that's not true there's a couple of coming up I was a bit surprised about. <laughs> <laughs> um, City though they were quick to get rid of Dunn weren't they, they or were. was he quick to move Tough to say. Wasn't it David Dunn, Marcus? Mm? <laughs> what did I say? No, you were. Uh, no, I just said famously Richard. earlier in the season. You were. Uh, Don't remember. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Patrice Evra, left yep. back, agreed. Fabregas. Yep. Well, Fabre- well, it's Fabregas, Milner, Fletcher, and Valencia of all our great seasons, yep. in my opinion. Fletcher's become a key player for United. Uh, yeah, so that's a testament enough to him. Valencia. Valencia's done well. Mm. I mean, come on, he's, he's really sort of. He's a big reason why Wayne Rooney's got some. Got, had that period where he's getting so many headers. Like, his delivery is absolutely yeah. superb. Yeah, but if, you, if you're having Valencia and that team on the right, which they presumably are, then yeah. you've got to look at Aaron Lennon, I think. True. I know he's been injured, but he had a fantastic season. He has a, he's been injured for a while. Um, and then Rooney and Drogba, obviously. Yeah. Drogba's front. touch. Shot. Against Stoke. Yeah. And that was Lampard's superb. finish as well for his yeah. second goal. It's superb from Chelsea. I tell you, you don't really worry about Sam Hutchison boy when he came on. He, he took to it He came on about With about 20 I don't know how long left About 25 minutes left mm. And uh, he did so well He just slotted in there mm. uh, he, he put a few lovely balls in From the right He's been with the club Since he's been very young Like 10 or 11 yeah. And it was his debut well, well, extra, well, I think it was his Premier League debut anyway. Stoke I, looked like They'd done 19 matches In the Europa League They looked exhausted <laughs> Yeah they did Yeah yeah they, they, It's difficult for them Isn't it yeah, Nothing yeah. to play for Ancelotti was saying As well this week That they're going to Graduate five academy players Oh um, really Next year Including like Kakuta and stuff like that So they're not going to Go on a massive Spending spree They're going to sort of put. Mm. Oh, faith in the academy they've invested in sort of since Abramovich took over so it'd be interesting <coughs> to see how that sort of sort of progresses because I, th- I think I'm right in saying that John Terry's their only academy player in their squad at the moment well that Hutchinson guy is but he's not yeah, featured at all really but you know that um, they'll still sign someone massive but they'll, I'm sure they'll they panic yeah, no, they said they'll probably get one, one big player but <laughs> yeah. I reckon they might sign Villa or something like that I'm sure they'll have a go yeah I was going to say that in that did you see Dave Kitson he was gutted yeah. when he got sent. Uh, brought he, off, I didn't think he? he gave Pulis the two fingers. <laughs> Did he? And Pulis was just laughing at him. Pulis like, laughed at him. Just Pulis, Pulis, they had that kind of laugh. As if, <laughs> you're going to get battered. Yeah, what, think, you think you were going to yeah, score eight? Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I think Pulis is probably laughing a lot and said something along the lines of three league goals in two seasons. Jog on. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're being so because he was decent at Reading. It's weird how that happens sometimes. Mm. Apparently, Kitson's a really sensitive character. Yeah, because I think it was when he was at Reading, and him and Steve Sidwell obviously were sort of a very ginger men, and their fans were wearing like ginger wigs. I think it was Kitson that was yeah. going, Oh, you wouldn't do that if I was black. He's, he was going, It's like racism. It's racism. It's and even Gordon Taylor, PFA like rep- uh, sort of chairman who represents the player, said, Well, that belittles racism. That belittles <laughs> racism. You should have said that. The proud institution <laughs> of racism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, 
um, Griffin <laughs> furious a friend of mine's um, a football journalist and he's interviewed Kitson a couple of times and he says that now he refuses to be interviewed by him because he's at once when I asked him a question he didn't like so now he's refusing depends what the question was these well, fierceless yeah. men who just sort of like they're not they're not the most notable sort of uh, no. proponents of amazing football and they just no. sort of go Oh, I it's weird. I, I, I don't know why he got so annoyed. I mean, they were having a shocker, weren't they, Stoke? So. Yeah. Uh, Burnley have been relegated. Yes, yeah, it's a shame. But I think it was inevitable, wasn't it? I mean, well, they must well, be at the bottom of the league. Statistically inevitable. If you look at the bottom of the table, that line, they're below it. But it's their own fault <laughs> for getting laws in. Yeah, it's crazy. basically well, saying we're going to get relegated. Let's do it on the cheap. Yeah, let's get ready yeah. for next year. Yeah. But they must be gutted because they must look at the thing. If Owen Coyle was in charge, yeah. they would have gone down. Had a decent chance as well. It's such a shame. They wouldn't have gone down if he was in charge. I've said it. Well, you never know. <laughs> but it, it was laws, and they have gone down. Oh, we can't. We can't. We can't. Look where Coyle is now. I mean, they're not no, doing yeah. great. They're going to stay up there. I mean, I, I think Owen Coyle's work will start next season when yeah. he's got to yeah. get his own players. Yeah. We can't move on from the Chelsea Stoke game without talking about Sorensen and Kalou. Oh yeah, yeah. Th- sorry, Sorensen was on the end of a two-footer from Kalou for the mm. one of the, yeah. the goals. The second goal, maybe. Did, I, I didn't third? actually think that was that bad. Am I alone in that? Well, you injured him. Yeah, but he sort of went Did for the he ball. He yeah. didn't really catch him that hard. Two, two goalkeepers just dislocated shoulders at the weekend. It's weird. Yeah. That no, I, think, I think Sorensen might be his elbow. Really? Well, that goal shouldn't have stood. No, fair enough. Well, that's your opinion. I, I completely disagree. That's fair enough. Well, he's gone in two-footed. Stu- obviously, studs first. Well, it's yeah, pretty hard the letter of the law. You, and he's injured the keeper. But do you think maybe it's because it was a shot rather than a tackle that it's been seen as that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because yeah. nothing. Kalu didn't even check if he was all right. That was a bit poor. Mm. He, he just ran, ran away. Ran yeah. off doing his funny little hand celebration. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope he's. Well, it's a shame because someone describes Sorensen as a real likeable character. Like he, is, he is. Yeah, he's a really sort of good. He, he reminds me of sort of Mark Schwarzer. He's going to miss it wherever he goes. He's solid and he's dependable. He's oh, yeah, genuinely decent, well. underrated goalkeeper. And yeah, you, as you say, he'll probably miss the World Cup now, which is a real shame. A Jimmy Bullard missed penalty. Mm. Post, wasn't it? Post. It was hit the post and Hull are all but down. Was he yeah. getting treatment for the down? They are down, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Effectively yeah. are down. Was, was he getting treatment from the fans, the whole fans or the Sunderland fans? He was Not getting sure. booed quite a lot, wasn't he? Really? Yeah, I, 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 I'm ashamed to say that I don't know whether it was the whole fans or the Sunderland fans, but he was definitely getting a bit of treatment. It's a shame. Yeah. Uh, Ian Dow, he couldn't couldn't keep them up uh, Wolves, he had a hell of a job on there though, no I'm just saying well, yeah, let's, I'm just, not, let's not forget that's two clubs in two seasons relegated from yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's relegated Palace as well yeah, there we go um, uh, Wolves are Charlton did he relegate Charlton mm, maybe Possibly, the yeah. relegator. Yeah. He's, not, he's the management <laughs> equivalent of Nigel Quasi. Yeah, I'm putting yeah. everything on him. He, d- he didn't look that bothered, did he? When we all, you well, know, how, yeah, how would yeah. you know? How would you know that? Face? I'm desensitized. It's like an Easter Island <laughs> fucking. Look. Pardon? Is he like an Easter Island statue? Uh, <laughs> did he relegate uh, Man United in the 70s? <laughs> probably. Um, I well, remember him scoring probably the best own goal I've ever seen for West Ham against Stockport County. It was like the most attacking header. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Both. My, my favourite own goal was when the guy tried to clear it with a volley volleys yeah. it into his own face yeah. breaks his own nose and it goes in the bottom yeah, yeah that's a nice one there was, yeah. a be- there was a beauty nearly scored the weekend uh, Juventus against like, it, was, uh, it was Bari mm. wasn't it where um, I, don't know, I don't know who did it, it but my word Buffon did the most beautiful save yeah. it was genuinely one of the goals one of the saves of the season it was it was like Ah, oh, it was beautiful. <laughs> he, he just um, he had to get down really, really quickly from this really decent header from uh, from uh, Zabina. Zabina, Zabina. Yeah. and they had a hug afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Zabina oh. was laughing. Everyone was laughing. That's oh. Wolves <laughs> are up. Wolves are staying up. Yeah, Wolves have done really well. I'm glad about that because I think they've I think they've deserved it. Mm. 
McCarthy must be just delighted because the last time he was up with Sunderland was phew, dreadful. Yeah, yeah, Blunderland, more like. <laughs> <laughs> good. Nice one, James. It was a, it was a good uh, thing to see. Uh, Newcastle's average attendance was uh, forty odd, and. Uh, Sunderland's 39. That's yeah, 39. No, that, 39. <laughs> I think yeah, we might have even said <laughs> that it, it could be the case that Newcastle didn't get many fans into St James's Park when they were in the Championship and they've proved us wrong, which is yeah, nice to yeah. see. No, it, it was widely reported. Oh, yeah, we'll see how good their fans are yeah, now. Yeah. Fair, and fair play to them, you know. It was the highest Championship attendance since uh, the Championship started. Oh, uh, really? At, at the weekend, 52, 52 odd. Well, Championship's actually a very well supported league, yeah. even in, uh, if you compare it to, to, to the rest Europe, yeah. of Europe. Yeah, it's, it's decent. Uh, if we're talking about promotion and relegation, we've got to talk about Bournemouth. Yes. Mm. Let's go outside the Premier League for a moment. Yeah. Along with Rochdale, of course, and league winners, Notts County, they've gone up. Okay. I mean, so the mate, Eddie Howe has done an absolutely remarkable job there. He's 34. Yeah. 32, he's 32. Yeah. Well, they went into the season and he was just thinking, let's just not get relegated. Yeah. Yeah, but they've got, they've got a squad of 20 and one of those, he's so young, he has to get permission from his school headmaster to play. Isn't one of their sort of <laughs> coaching staff playing as yeah, well? Yeah, he's old and he still has to turn out for them, yeah. But, th- but they... Oh, um, that is ridiculous. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the, other thing, the other thing, which is a, a sort of further testament to Eddie how how, he's, how well he's taken to management, is because of the transfer embargo that was in, uh, imposed on them, they can't sign any players. Yeah. But the players he was after, uh, one example of this is Charlie Austin, the guy who um, who plays for Swindon, yeah. and he was at Paul Town, and he's banging the goals in now. Um, how wanted him? How wanted to sign him? But they, they, they couldn't sign him, so you can obviously judge a player as well. Yeah, yeah. he's done such a good job there. You know, they had, they had like um, seventeen point deduction. They still stayed up like last season. Well, he took over at New Year's Eve in two thousand and eight, and as you say, the the club um, were deducted seventeen points at the start mm. of that season. Mm. You know, we spoke about that a number of times, as a lot of people did, and they managed to stay up, which was an incredible achievement anyway. Yeah. Seventeen points—that is a haul, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 huge. Yeah. No, he's done a great job. I don't know why um, he's. I mean, I mean, he, Eddie Howe also turned down the Peter United job when Darren Ferguson left. Yeah, he said, no, I want to stay here. You know, I've got a, got a little project here, so it'd be interesting to see how well I do with the step up in quality mm. next season. Um, but yeah, great stuff. Him, he's ex Pompey as well. So I like him. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, he, he made his debut for Pompey, and he got a massive cruciate ligament injury, and didn't play for about like eighteen that, months. And they right, came yeah. back for about two games so and left. Did, again. did he retire early? It's a sort of like Steve Coppel situation. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so he's, but but Bournemouth was his first proper job, though. Really? Hmm. Not at a paper round? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, possibly. I don't know. Yeah. Is that a proper job? Yeah. Well, in Scotland, Rangers have won the league. Yeah, Maybe. I mean, <laughs> this is this is quite impressive as well. When you look at the financial trouble they have, yeah, they've been sort of widely written off, and sort of even people saying they might drop out of sort of the top two in Scotland, and they've yeah. done really, really well. Currently, eleven points above Celtic. Yeah. I mean, mathematically impossible. <laughs> manager, manager without some sort of contract is sort of raw. Yeah, yeah, manager of the season. Uh, sorry, yeah. SPL uh, manager of the season. He got voted. Kyle likable Lafferty scored again, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did, he's had yeah. a strong end to the season. <laughs> you can tell the measure of how much a person is a twat when um, they score <laughs> and they noticeably push and wave all the other players away. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that celebration. Yeah. I want to be yeah. in the paper. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't like that celebration. Yeah. David Weir's done really well, isn't he? I mean, he's what coming up to forty. Forty in May. Amazing. Yeah. Did he get player of the season? He well? did get player of the season. Like just stern. Rangers Walter. just weren't having it. Well, they're really <laughs> digging in and being really stubborn and Scottish. Walter <laughs> no. <laughs> Walter Smith said that when he signed him, he thought you know he'll be good for six months. And three and a half years later, 
Is he, is he, is he going to play next season or is that it? Well, I'd have thought so, yeah. I mean, he's, uh, Smith did say that David Weir is without a doubt the best professional I've been involved with. <laughs> um, uh, in, terms of, in terms of his uh, demeanour, the way he handles himself, uh, he's been fantastic and wow. uh, his form has been fantastic. He looks about 50, doesn't he? Uh, <laughs> he's been fantastic and his form has been fantastic. That's the quote. He's, he's run out of superlatives. Yeah. <laughs> He could have said super. Could have. Um, but uh, uh, David uh, Goodwillie. Yep. Uh, he oh, yeah. won uh, <laughs> Young Player of the Year. Although oh, he's it, the for guy Dundee who was United. A bit, of a, a bit of a terror, wasn't he? He was, yeah. yeah. He nearly got sacked by Craig Levine. He was on the. Because he was obviously in charge of Dundee United. Um, but he's managed to turn it around. Do we know what he did? It was a few little uh, fisticuffs in bars right. and that kind of thing. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, well, if, you know, if you call David Goodwillie. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get a bit of stick. Yes. Mm. Uh, the big story, of course, is that Michael Dewbury is probably going to leave St. Johnson in the summer. Future of English defen- defensive football, Michael Dewbury. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was like really, really, really high. Nice. Chelsea and Leeds United. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was decent. He's had had a good season, actually. Derek McInnes, the boss of um, St. Johnson, ex-Rangers as well, (laughs) um, said that uh, he's you know he made a big sacrifice coming up here because his family's all in North London Mm. and they were trying to keep him on. But he said he's done very well. So well done, Michael Dewberry. How old is he now? Thirty-four, I think. Seems (laughs) seems like he'd be older than that. The thing is, though, Scotland's not that far away from London. You know, the players come to England from miles away all the time. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think you can call it a a real sacrifice. You know, Well, 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 no, but if his family have stayed. Hmm. His immediate family. You're not living with your family at that age. I can understand his family not wanting to move to St. Johnson, obviously. I think <laughs> you just need to be a little bit sympathetic. Sorry. To all concerned. Can, can I apologise to you all and to Michael? Yes. And to Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm half Scottish. But it doesn't mean you can go around slagging it off. But I will if I want. <laughs> go on. We're going to go to the Scottish First Division. Dundee's veteran goalkeeper, Bobby Geddes was unexpectedly drafted into the first team the other week. Wow. He's 49. <laughs> <laughs> he came off the bench uh, when they played Wraith Rovers uh, the other week. And he said it was a shock because he's uh, had 10 years on the sidelines. Yeah. So uh, he said individuals You probably know- assumed you're not going to come on by yeah. that point. Well, that's right. He said individuals uh, know when their uh, cut-off point is, and I thought mine was 10 years ago. <laughs> Why is he on the bench? So it, Just retire. <laughs> get another keeper in. It pisses on Steve Harper's record, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. But it's, just like, but it's just like, if you were a youth team player in that area, come on. It's yeah. interesting. 49! <laughs> the, the, life, the life of the reserve team goalkeeper is a brilliant one. It's really interesting to see. I went through a little bit of a stage of reading about this a, a while ago, just trying to find the keeper. Who with the least amount of first team appearances? <laughs> and someone like Peggy Arfexad, do you remember him? Yeah, yeah. Liverpool Leicester. I think he's made. Oh, he's retired now, but he made like twenty-five first team appearances in his entire career. Mm. Wow. I mean, it's crazy, isn't it? You, obviously, you're not going to get. It's difficult with keepers. You're obviously going to be really young and get experience, or you're going to be really old and sit on the bench as a backup. Yeah. It's, it's, there's not that many slots for goalkeepers, are there? You know? It's like, it's like John Burridge, like certainly for Newcastle. Oh yeah. I was a big fan of like like the Newcastle old sort of got like John Burridge, Mike Cooper. We had, and they would be yeah. on Shaggy's lob and. Durant- uh, Andy Dibble yeah. Yeah. yeah Mike Cooper was at Liverpool and the behind Grobler yeah. as well, well I mean. at least he had a bit of a career but I mean just Andy Gorham turned out for Manchester United when he was very old that's right he, they got him in the emergency yeah. Yeah. Andy Gorham's one of the best goalkeepers but he, but he was decent when he came on though, didn't he uh, well, that. Twilight that. Twilight no but yeah it was but he, one of the best keepers I've ever seen easily Andy he's not going to be rushing out to the uh, like the halfway line he's not going to be coming up and trying to score a header or anything no, but no. I mean well, you get it with sort of outfield players as well I was thinking about Javier Saviola a little while ago and how he's always sort of been at massive clubs on the 
bench lot. I was looking at his stats. He's played like under 400 games or something like that in his it's career, really, which yeah. is crazy for yeah. a player like him. But once you get that sort of age, I think you sort of have a bit more of a. I mean, your gut certainly gets bigger. Uh, <laughs> see, see, sort of uh, Neville Southall for more information. Oh, when he came up to Bradford <laughs> that time, <laughs> but you know, what I mean? he but, looked like a walrus. But yeah. he can still. But uh, as long as you can still move, I dare, I, I, I dare say, I'd Pete, that's oh, not. Mark, that's I, not good enough for professional footballer. As long as you can still move, most of most of your uh, goal shot at you are going to be in or around your body. As long, you're not every time going to be making that top right and corner. Well, you're never going to be making it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, Andy Gorham? Which one? Come on, <laughs> naughty, naughty. Well, if we're talking about um, players in their twilight of their career, we've got to mention Sol Campbell. Yes, get of off the plane. You've been saying it for four weeks running, now. throwing bandwagon for this. Wenger's getting in for his ass. Wenger's getting in. He's getting in on it. He said, uh, "I just see that uh, many centre backs are injured, so why not?" He's, he's playing been, better than John Terry. He said he's been fantastic. But I love this. Wenger went on to say he's a strange guy because when he's focused, sometimes <laughs> he can be very detached. But you've still got you've still got something. If Sol if Sol sets himself a target, he is an unbelievable soldier. <laughs> the thing is with, with Sol, it's a bit like you know you become friends with like a burglar or something. Yeah, you haven't around your house. <laughs> well, you, you haven't yeah. around you, your you, house. There's always that thing at the back of your mind. Is he going to hit something? Yeah. With Sol, it's like okay, we'll take it to South Africa, but is he going to go mental? Yeah, it's like having Will a bit of a him Yeah, want to become an actor again? Yeah, yeah. You, like, you go, you go for a few drinks, and you just start, you just see him, you just notice him going a bit. Oh god, this is going to end up with a fist fight in a car park. Isn't yeah, it? his oh, eyes have gone funny. But let's, <laughs> let's give him credit though, because we were literally joking about him about six months ago. Saying, where is he? I'll bet he he's was never pissing Notts Ca- yeah, County. Well, he said, that. didn't he, when he signed for Notts County, that his aim was to get in the World Cup squad. Yeah. And oh, how we laughed. And yeah. now, I mean, yeah. we're idiots. <laughs> this happens all the Everybody time. Knows there's, no way, there's, no way, there's no way he's going to be in South Africa for play for England. If he does, Pete, you've got to shave all your body hair off. <laughs> it wouldn't take very long. Well, I'm still doing it. <laughs> You're doing it? Yes, <laughs> yes I am. Crikey. Serie you, you remember it? <laughs> yeah, yes. good. Vaguely. Um, <coughs> <you'll> run, <coughs> was that it? Go! That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it is Serie A time. Mm. I've decided. One of my favourite times. Um, and it involves Antonio Cassano. This is great. Good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the quote from Cassano where you're about to read is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's made it clear that uh, he's not going to play at the World Cup. Yeah, he said if he's, even if he's called up, he's not going to go because he's arranged his wedding. Well, because he's, he's um, you know, Lippi's never really picked him. Mm. And it, of course, Cassano's a real troublemaker. Yeah. And he's a very outspoken gentleman. Read the call. And, uh, and there's been a lot of support for Cassano getting into the Italian cycle. He hasn't played since Euro 2008 because he's been brilliant this season. He was um, brilliant against... Uh, uh, Roma, wasn't he it? did have a bit of a yeah. dodgy patch. Oh, he did, sorry. But, but, but he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you know. Um, he said that uh, the reason why he's not going to be at, at the World Cup, he said, my wedding is planned for June the 19th and there is no way I would postpone my wedding. <laughs> not even a call-up for Italy's national side can change that. Um, and then he went on to say, in football, only those who are puppets and say yes to everything move forward. I am a prima donna and diplomacy has no place in my house. <laughs> 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 it's brilliant! Brilliant. Go on, son. 
I didn't realise he was like self-aware. Yeah, it's he, he knows he's <clears throat> mental. No, he's, he's, he's always talked about like eating cake. True, yeah, that sort of stuff. Eating cake. He does. What he's, and that's what he said, isn't it? My like, ideal day is well, when he retires, his plan <clears throat> is to just eat. Eat cake. I plan and have to eat everything. Women. Yeah. I'm not sure how this fits <laughs> in with his marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there talk of him like smuggling women into like the training ground and stuff like that into the into the lots of glorious stuff like that allegedly. He's a friend of the ramble. He doesn't know it. No. Doesn't need to know. Um, well, speaking of Lippy, he says he wants to play England in the World Cup. He said there's a possibility of uh, playing them in the final because of the the way the tournament stages have been set, um, and it would be beautiful. I would love to see Capello's reaction upon the Italian anthem. Oh, giving it a big yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? What we're have you ever won, Lippy? Yeah, we're not going to get. <laughs> we're not going to get to the final. So how stupid are you going to look? Jokes <laughs> on you. you. Turn up and we're not there. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Um, uh, also, um, within I, the. I love the Lippy thing because, like, obviously, you won the World Cup, and mm. Donald only came in, and after a while, Donald only had like a, the impossible job, and after yeah. a while, Lippy went, "Oh, go on, then I'll come back." Yeah. <laughs> Sticking with the uh, the World Cup theme and managers uh, plying their trade in Italy, uh, Jose Mourinho denied reports that apparently there was um, he was going to take charge of Ghana for Which the World Cup. Yeah. Really disrespectful to the manager that's got them there and, <laughs> yeah, got, yeah. and got them to the final of the African yeah. Cup of Nations. I love Ghana and I love Mourinho and I'd love to have seen it happen. You got to feel something <laughs> for the manager. Surely. No, no, no. Yeah, but they've all come out and denied it though. It's weird But it's an odd one isn't it I It's just know. someone trying to just you, you, It's like when journalists just Make up a story essentially mm. isn't it It's just they just What's the weirdest thing I can think <laughs> yeah. of I can I, just Let's see if I can make this happen If that's the weirdest thing they can think of And they want to get Pete on board <laughs> yeah. Pete will blow him out the water It's true The manager of Ghana is a big bath <laughs> <laughs> Just a, just a talking bath. <laughs> there you go. I've got crap loads of this nonsense. <laughs> it just it, it would just irk people who make sticker albums, wouldn't it? Oh for f- Yeah. We've all, done now. We've only had to make a punt on right. like, the actual squads, but press I mean, conference, we've printed the sticker <laughs> album. <laughs> Anyone now who changes play if you even if you don't pick the squad you're supposed to be picking, there's a more right, you're not in it, you, you can't change it. Maybe that's how it's done, like really behind the scenes. Apparently loads of do you hear about this thing in Brazil? Where loads of stickers were nicked like hundreds of thousands no. of dollars worth of stickers were stolen in Brazil and they're going to be like sold nicker. on the internet so like, they're a really really big deal in, in Brazil there was that rumour about two months ago about how the, the daughter of the guy who's operating the Brazilian sticker album said she knows Ronaldinho's definitely in the squad because she's seen the sticker of it <laughs> as well that's a backup yeah, yeah. these yeah. stickers were stolen at gunpoint I, I hasten to add as well. <laughs> serious crime yeah, everything happens at gunpoint is that in right, Brazil yeah, yeah. Even even transactions over the counter, yeah. <laughs> just in case. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, Serie, I, I was I was watching a little bit over the weekend. There was a right. lovely bit where uh, there was a lovely bit where uh, Del Piero refused to be substituted. Did he? <laughs> he just went, what did he do? He still had the captain's armband on, and there was a, there was a player down from uh, Juventus, and uh, and they tried to bring him off, and he just refused. He just started going, "Why are you bringing me off? What if this fella has to go off? Then I think I'll stay on." And he really? stayed on, and he stayed on. Did they changed. They it? didn't take Amazing. him off. Gordon, Gordon Strachan did that once when he was player boss at Coventry City. What, he took himself off? No, no, no. <laughs> no he, uh, he was on the field and they went to call to take him off and he was like, no, I'm OK, and carried on. He's the boss. He was very old when he was there, wasn't he? I think. Yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In Serie A, uh, we did think that Roma wanted it. I don't think they do anymore. No, they no. just decided against it. 20-odd games unbeaten, they, they went as well. Yeah. yeah. So they lost to... Uh, to is it Sam Doria? Sam Doria, they lost to, yeah. Cassano was... The build-up for the first goal was brilliant from Cassano. Mm. Really, really good. And uh, Inter are now back on top. Yeah, it's just... It's weird. 
It's so strange. <laughs> You're so right. It is just like nobody wants it and Inter. It's almost like Inter don't want it. I'm actually it's Vincent like you, are you trying to... All right, to, we'll like take you, it. Yeah. It's like someone has told all the clubs in secret that to win it, you have to come second. <laughs> and they're sort of all trying to, like, second First guess the worst, second the best. <laughs> yeah, if, if they win the Champions League and the league, I mean, Mourinho will have his pick of the jobs next season. Yeah. He's going to leave Inter. I don't think so. Ghana. We've got Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Spain. Uh, Real Zaragoza won... Real Madrid too. Mm, mm. Um, the, the best bit of that match for me was when the uh, two uh, two pitch invaders uh, there was managed to run on the pitch and then jump into the crowd and escape uh, the stewards. Yeah, you rarely that? see that. Yeah, yeah. Why, they why normally they run get on caught. They're going to run off again. Well, well, just to. No, hang on. I think you've misunderstood them. Surely no, sure you go on, you make a statement, you put a player's shorts down, whatever you're going to do, and you get carried off. No, we, I don't think I don't they, they had planned to, to get, get carried off. Oh, fair, fair enough. Get on the pitch, yeah, and, then, and they don't have that. The Jimmy Jump bloke's pretty good at doing it, isn't he? He seems to get in everywhere. He does it a lot. He's the boss, Jimmy Jump? He's the one who, he was in, uh, I think year 2004 would be the first time we saw him, when he just ran onto the pitch and dived into the goal. Like, almost like he'd scored a goal with himself. Wasn't it some sort of statement oh. against Luis Figo or something? Something like that. Yeah, because he, he threw a Barcelona scarf at him or something. That's right, yeah, yeah, he did, yeah, yeah. I like him. Mm. Um, Did you see the Real Madrid Zaragoza game? The highlight of that game was clearly Kakar's pass. No, it wasn't. Um, it was, for, the was it for Raul? He scored. <laughs> um, Raul, you mean? No, no. Well, Kakar scored at the end, didn't he? He put in a, mate, a beautiful ball. I completely forget it was two now, but it was superb stuff. That was the highlight of that game. That right? was that was heading for one 0 wasn't it? It was yeah. until Kakar yeah. scored. The highlight of that game was what beautiful football and not pitch invading. <laughs> oh, I like a bit of both. You've yeah. changed. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to uh, go to the Spanish second division briefly. Celta Vigo. I completely forgot they were there. Yeah. Because yeah. they were a big yeah. side. It's a shame. In the Champions League. Was not, it Carpin, the Russian player. Yeah, it was. Yeah. There and. Uh, well, the Celta Vigo goalkeeper, the current one, uh, Yol Rodriguez, uh, Rodriguez uh, he got very angry after he conceded a, a, an 86-minute uh, goal against uh, Villarreal B. Um, and he, did you see it? He sprinted out. He, it was like he almost knew he was going to do that before the goal even went in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like that's why he conceded a goal. It's like a half-hearted effort yeah, as a right. save. Yeah, one of, his, uh, one of his players, he ran out and gave him an absolute roast. Like pushing him and shoving yeah. him, didn't yeah. he? The, the guy just kept pushing amused, Yeah, he? he didn't yeah. know what to do. But also, I think the Keeper didn't really know what to do after that because he walked past, he walked back on. I'm so angry. Yeah, but he didn't look back. He's like, I don't know. What He's I'm not doing thought now. it through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he held a press conference after to apologise. Um, but he said he claimed he didn't know what he remember what he said to the player. Well, he, he, the thing about it was the telling thing about it is he ran past all of the fence to get to the midfielder, <laughs> and, the, and the strikers went dance through the fence to carve them yeah. open to score. So you know it's a bit of a strange one that. Yeah. Imagine, was it? Was it? Would, I think didn't the midfielder put his arm up for um, for offside rather than actually put the tackle in? It wasn't. It was could, massively was not offside. Yeah, well, no. Emails <laughs> <laughs> Excellent stuff Brought to you by a duck Obviously Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Luke why don't you go first Rambleforce Hole Oh Come on Oh, oh. You went Rambleforce Hole Ugh, Like that I have decided to email you About my principal Banning us from the playing Of the beautiful game Oh. It all started with there being Large numbers of fights Regarding fouls In the playground <laughs> And of course The offside rule Offside rule Kids from playground. Playground. I know That's <laughs> impressive Come on Who's going to be the linesman yeah. I'd hate to be a linesman I mean if you You didn't You never really had one at school It was more like just You're a goal hanger Goal hanger Goal yeah, maker hanger. Goal, maker, maker, goal sticker Yeah And why did the girls Always sit on the posts Exactly You can't complain If you get 
of football in the face then, can you? Nearest thing to female attention I ever got. <laughs> now we have to play football with a tennis ball. Every time a teacher comes near us, we must say we're playing tennis ball hoof. They really do believe us, but we think they must be on to something. <laughs> <laughs> now that football is banned, every time we have an assembly, our principal drops snide remarks about how football hooligans no longer threaten the peace of the school. <laughs> what principal skin? <laughs> yeah. What do the Ramble Force think of this? It's a Thanks. disgrace. Aiden. I, I, think you should, I think you should stop calling you uh, headmaster the principal and call him the headmaster. <laughs> stop playing the offside rule in the playground. Too much stop and yeah. start. Don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should maybe do an assembly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I can remember we got we got forced to use a sponge ball after a while because I think some people yeah. got hit in the face. Really? Well, we had the same tennis ball thing in our school. Um, That's and also, like after I left my school, which obviously I can see where you got your close control from, James. You yeah. grew up playing tennis. Ball, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> it's like futsal in, yeah. in a lot of ways. Um, basically, they sort of to discourage football it seemed they turned the playground into loads of basketball courts like Adidas sponsored basketball courts <laughs> with the Adidas logo and the school logo on the on the backboards really? weird just another adoption of American anti-culture James mm, in my <laughs> school <laughs> in particular <laughs> uh, the Chafford School Raynham um, <laughs> yeah, you went to Heartbreak High uh, well, yeah, <laughs> okay. you would think that it's my dreamy looks um, <laughs> but yeah no it it, it, there is a weird sort of culture of schools actually kind of discouraging football in the playground and stuff like it seems really odd it's, it's exercise well, I, I it's, gr- it's, why, what's wrong with it I went, to, I went to school in Scotland and they were more discouraging of British Bulldogs <laughs> rather than the, yeah rather we had a bit football. of that as well but yeah, stop I, drinking we, 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 <laughs> when we graduated to high school we or uh, senior school we moved onto the field anyway it was a big field yeah. and they couldn't stop playing football there so do you remember how filthy you used to get playing oh, football yeah. sweaty yeah, as well yeah. it's just mm. oh, it's <laughs> sticky oh, but it's, it's around like the time we used to start to notice girls at, uh, at school and you sort of like and I'd always take um, a spare shirt and uh, would you Kino, just really? to, bloody hell I'm Pete. a ladies I was in my golden age yeah. of hot of hotness have shit, you had, have you had a drink Pete <laughs> <laughs> um, oh I've, I've got a little uh, email here from Johnny Boy and it's uh, he says Ramblefalls ho 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 um, uh, he said he just got back from seeing his second team real gothic uh, beat Atletico Whitby oh on yeah pen- on yes. penalties after a two all draw. Oh. The famous game against the Goths. We were tempted to go up. We couldn't do it this year. Yeah. Uh, well, I say this year, this time, because maybe in October we'll have a, yeah. we'll see what, mm. what we're up to. But uh, they said, what a laugh, the best dressed fans ever and lots of money raised for charity. Brilliant. Cider yeah, and black stuff. all round and yeah. Nick Chris and raw meat, whatever goth meat, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure yeah. they'll work it out. That, we, we, we should educate our, some newer listeners by oh, saying course, that yeah, um, yeah. Every, a couple of times a year. Um, well, April and October, October I, think. I think. Yeah, um, the Whitby Gazette, isn't it? This is in Whitby, which is in uh, northeast in the, on the northeast coast of England. Northeast England. Yorkshire. The, yeah, there you go. Pete it is in Yorkshire. It is in Yorkshire. But then the, the Whitby Gazette play a team of goths every year, and, 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 and so that's what that's all about. Yes. And they dress like they're dressed in black, don't they? They dress. Their like kit is all black. Yeah. Is it? I think so. Of course yeah. it is. Come what colour does the referee wear then? <laughs> um. He's like, he's, like, he's like he's like my <laughs> <laughs> he's like my emo yeah blood all right yeah. yeah so he's got you, you tell the difference between the players and the referee because the referee's got a big red streak in his hair yeah big emo <laughs> the fringe yeah uh, James what have you got for us got an email Ooh. <laughs> brilliant because we're in the email section so oh, cool. oh, oh yeah. do you want me to read it yeah might as well you convenient okay. bastards mm. <laughs> hey ramblers 
The draw for the Asian Cup 2011 happened. I just wanted to let you guys know that there are some great groups in there. Um, can I recommend, since I'm the first to email about it, that you guys become Jordan fans? Uh, we don't like her. Presumptuous. No. I'm Team Andre. True. I'm You're on record as Team Andre. So I can't team Andre. Well, they can all go to hell. Um, <laughs> well, the ultimate small team, and we always come up big against the big teams. Out of the last six times we have played Iran, we've beaten them three times. We drew the South Korea in our first ever game in the finals of the Asian Cup in 2004 and made it to the quarterfinals only to lose to Japan on penalties. This brings me to my second question. Um, Jordan were winning by two penalties to nil and Zico, uh, who was Japan's coach at the time, demanded that the referee switch goals because the one they were currently shooting at was not fair. Uh, they then <laughs> switched goals, what? scored their next three, we scored one out of the next three and lost on sudden death. Have you ever heard of anything like this? Thank you. Not fair. Faisal. Uh, he is a member of the Dean Winners Hall of Fame. Zico is exercising his right <laughs> as a legend of the game <laughs> to, to cheat. cheat. Yeah. That's fine. No, but once you've got Dean Winners Hall of Fame, you have like the freedom of football. Yeah. yeah it's like the key to the city. You can walk your sheep across a football pit. <laughs> it's like Blue Peter badge. You get, yeah. you get things sorted out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Well, it does seem deeply unfair. Yeah, otherwise. that's outrageous. Were it anyone else, it would yeah. be a they're, scandal. They're, they're shooting for the same goal, after all. You know, yeah, come that's on. right. It's right. not fair. Oh, so, Jordan. <laughs> Are we going to go for Jordan? Yeah, I won't mind. Yeah, I've got no yeah. other affiliations. Petra's in Jordan. It's a, meant to be amazing. So good name. It's a good enough reason to support a team, isn't it? Um, it didn't. Uh, so it ran, does it not work like that? Iran, obviously, sadly, missing uh, Ali Dai. Another Eddie uh, D. D. Wath member. Yeah, that's right. Go Jordan, Team Jordan. We've got another email. Pete, we have. Have it, you got it? I have indeed uh, got one. It's uh, from Dan from Glasgow. Read it, you bitch. <laughs> He's abusive right. today, isn't he? <laughs> Just because we called you Ringo, Ringo. <laughs> He's on next row in squash. <laughs> uh, the, the email. Be- <laughs> the, e- the email begins weirdly. Hello, lads. No ho. No. Wait, if you're no. going to email in, listen to me now, this is serious. If you're going to email in to this show... Check out the Football Ramble emailing template we've got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you download it in a PDF format from the website. That starts with ho, love the show, lads. Yeah, you have to say one, these two things. One, ho, or a no, variation no, no, no. of ho. They've, so got, free, they've got free yeah. reign to say what they I'm want. I'm happy for them to start. phrase it out. You no, right. out there. Well, you like. Dan from Glasgow has gone with, uh, hello, lads, just drop me an email to say it's very nice to hear of your disdain for the World Cup advert from The Sun, the one with uh, Terry Venables and... Uh, Harry and Ian Wright is a shit of an ever. Maybe. Uh, being from Scotland, you might assume a predisposition against the England football team, but the truth is, for me and many fellow Scots, the problem lies not with the football team, but with the media. I was in the pub on Tuesday evening watching the Inter-Barca match when the advert came on for the first time. Although obviously football-related, it's not immediately obvious what the advert is for. <laughs> so as it yeah. rumbled along, we were intrigued, and it sparked a conversation about Terry's trendy goatee and how he'd lost a little bit of weight. Then Harry <laughs> appeared. Then he Ian Wright, then the bit at the end where the outline of the second star shows up above the England badge with the tagline, maybe, just maybe, underneath. As the penny dropped as to what the advert was for, amongst the considerable groans in the pub, there was a clearly audible, ah, oh, fuck off, <laughs> <laughs> from Dan. Maybe, Dan says, just maybe the sun will fuck off and leave us alone. <laughs> yeah, which I suspect summed up the thoughts of the majority inside the venue. The sun logo appeared at the very end, just capped it all off. Yeah. Anyway, lads, sorry to ramble on at length, but uh, glad to hear England fans get as annoyed as we do all the best Dan from Glasgow it's nice to have been able to make someone understand that we we hate all that as well I'd like to I'd it, point out something there that I, I don't reckon when the advert came on and Terry Venables where the whole pub started going oh it's got a trendy goatee you know, isn't it <laughs> yeah, 
Was he lost a bit of weight? That's it. Trendy good. Terry Venables, ex-England manager. That really is. I mean, get the most dislikable characters around and stick him. It's like it is. Come him in a room. Ian Wright's okay. Oh shut. No, he's not. Come on. Sorry. But he does. That's okay. There is a PS. There is an addendum to this. No need. Props to Luke for hating Kyle Lafferty. He is a lanky, cheating thug of a man who would be more suited to doing Tina Turner's bidding in the Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> I like Kyle Lafferty. Yeah, because I don't like him. Well, I've just got to balance it out, haven't I? Yeah, fair enough. What is your history with Kyle Lafferty? In the, name, know, history with in the name of balance. spurn you? I don't understand. <laughs> if I was going to hate every football that spurned me, James, it would be here a long time. <laughs> he's just a dislikable character. He's known for doing his like, histrionics and he's mucking around and it's, it's all about me. You don't like tall um, strikers. Like, Name's uh, and, Kyle. And Andy, Andy Carroll, you don't like I don't like Kevin like, Kyle. No. Kevin Kyle. <laughs> what about Jeremy? Jeremy Carl, not a fan. <laughs> no. So you no. don't like tall, opinionated men? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've carved a niche out for Sophie Jay, and I'm going to be pissed off if anyone else takes it from me. <laughs> So, Marcus, who's going to get the famous championship manager goodie bag this week? Uh, to improve um, Anglo-Scottish relations, I've got to get it, give it to Dan from Glasgow. Good. Well, draw an extra star on it for you. <laughs> yes. I must have missed that. It's a red card. Good people. It's profile time. Best time of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Oh, are you? Yeah. Uh, well, we have a man... Who uh, some of you may not know, but that's what we're all here for. Yeah, it's an educational one. It's Fernando Peyrotio. Oh, wetted my appetite. It's an exotic <laughs> name, <laughs> um, and it's only going to get more exotic. Uh, he was born on the tenth of March, nineteen eighteen. Forty-nine years before the summer lovers. It about that. It's like yeah. massive level. Yeah, yeah forty-nine years. Yeah, 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 good enough. He was born in Angola. Um, okay. But uh, he was soon to be off to Portugal at the age of 19. There's not much about this guy, I hasten to So he was in Angola until he was 19? That's right, so yeah. The Portuguese colony. Of course, Same yeah. as um, Mozambique, where uh, the great uh, Black Pearl was from. You say, yeah. Very yeah. much so. Well, this man can be compared to him. Okay. Um, then uh, let's compare. <laughs> not just yet. Okay. You'll know the moment, though. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, that's right, he... he he grew up in Angola playing football there um, and moved to Portugal when he was 19 um, more specifically because he was hired by uh, Sporting Club de Portugal or Sporting Lisbon cool. as uh, one may know them by um, he made his debut in an exhibition match uh, against uh, Benfica a big one what year was that? Uh, it was in 1937 on his debut against Benfica he scored two goals Good start. It's an excellent start. Yeah. yeah. Now that's, I should. That's sorry. a fierce rivalry. That as well. I've been to Lisbon, and you can see the stadiums from each other. They're along the same uh, okay. main road. They're very, very close. Right. Uh, they must be very intense. Mm. Uh, good extra knowledge there, mm. James. I'm glad you did that for the profile. Can I have some points? Uh, <laughs> can I have the points I was robbed of earlier. <laughs> They've oh, gone. We got an apple for teacher as well, have you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll fix it next week. Um, Again. <laughs> now in charge of sporting at the time uh, was Joseph uh, Zabo who was uh, a former Hungarian player and oh, I, I recognise I recognise that name do you? he might have had some sort of input into the Mighty Maggies as well at one stage uh, he was definitely close to that sort of the same sort of well, generation he, he was Hungarian yeah, uh, okay, he, yeah. play, he was a player as well he played for Ferenc Varos yeah Ferenc Varos yeah. and um, he did manage uh, a whole host of teams and he uh, 
was I mean he retired as a player yeah, well of course, before all yeah, that sort yeah. of stuff but he was you know he was from the, the Hungarian school of thought yeah. which was very forward thinking at Absolutely. the time as we've mentioned before he also spent some time in London with Arsenal where uh, he learnt the more sort of physical side of the game Herbert Chapman no mm. would have been would around, have been that around that time. Time. Oh, no, 30s Chapman. 30s yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Unless history says Let's no. Let's write our it's own history. It's like he's doing a tour of the Dean Winder. <laughs> <laughs> so he's definitely best mates with Herbert Chapman. Move on. <laughs> oh, Was dear. it Arsenal of the South London or the North London? They would have been... Arsenal would probably in North London. They would, they would have moved on they from Woolwich oh, Arsenal yeah, then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so he was in charge. Um, let's get it back to the actual guy yeah. that we're doing it. Sorry. Um, he was in charge. And when... Um, Fernando uh, Peirotio turned up he just he knew what a what a, a real asset he was yeah. and so he used to make him do extra training because um, uh, Jabo was uh, the trainer and the physio of the team um, uh, so he used to uh, want to make sure that Perotio, uh, Perotio was in, in the best condition possible so he used to give him extra training uh, to extend his kind of I suppose his technical uh, and tactical mm. awareness and, and knowledge and, and so on and so forth because growing up in Angola he perhaps wouldn't have had that side of things as they mm. would have done in, in Portugal sensible stuff up. sensible stuff sensible stuff indeed well he was certainly um he was certainly right to do that because um, Peirotti was the top scorer in the national championship on five occasions. Oh, good. Um, and uh, he was also a member of the legendary uh, sporting side who had uh, an attacking quintet known as the Five Violins. Hey, nice. You're having <laughs> you just that. don't get that anymore. <laughs> no, it's <yeah>. great. <laughs> it's great. Not bad, is it? Uh, the other members, um, the other violins, uh, were <laughs> Jesus uh, Corriera, uh, Manuel Vasquez, Albano, and uh, Travassos. Albano sounds yeah. cool. <laughs> oh, that's like Manuel Vasquez. <clears throat> do you reckon, do you reckon uh, they ever got set off a violin contact? Oh, <laughs> yes! Oh, hey. yes. hey. Good evening, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> nice to have you with us. <laughs> Excellent stuff, Pete. Well done. Good boy. Have a biscuit. It's a good joke, but he's not cheapened it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they were. Uh, why were they called the Five Violins? I hear you cry. Well, um, it was uh, a, a journalist. Uh, oh, sorry. Why were they called the Five Violins? <laughs> well, there you go. Okay, it was more <laughs> rhetorical, if anything. But uh, it was um, because they were said to play such beautiful football. They were they were like an orchestra together. Um, no, in, that in is manner. not an orchestra. No, sorry. No. Five Violins is not an orchestra. Oh. Don't. Come on. You need your brass section. Hang, your hang section? on. Just call, your them, just call them the orchestra. Just let me finish. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. All right. <laughs> they were caught because they, they played as an orchestra together in the manner of their collective spirit and efficiency uh, on the field. And uh, some also said that... Uh, the players at the back were the bambos, which were the, the bass drums who supported them with the determination and, and physical power. There we go, better. Thank you. <laughs> I'll carry on. That'll teach you to speak before we jump in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and during these, uh, these years uh, they were together, they scored uh, 123 goals, um, won a championship, which was almost five per game. Wow. Great stuff. <laughs> Great stuff. <laughs> so so they, they were decent. Um, just on a little side note, uh, one of the, before we talk more about uh, Perotio, um, Jesus Corriera, one of the, one of the violins, whilst 
whilst playing football, he also had a successful career as a roller hockey player. Yeah, that's quite right. big in um, Latin countries, roller hockey. That's right, yeah. Uh, and in, in they've 19- actually got professional leagues in Spain, I know for sure. Yeah. And possibly Portugal as well. Still I now, don't think yeah. I've ever seen anyone play a roller hockey before. It sounds mm. fruity as hell. It's, it's, like roller, it's like roller boots with four sort of wheels, not like roller blades. Yeah. And it's almost I'm like hockey boots played in like a rink. Yeah, mm. right. Okay, it's, it's weird. I just think of ankle injuries when I think of oh, things yeah. like that. Yeah, all over the place. They play with these big long sticks as well. Well, yeah. Well, um, he had to in in fifty two, fifty three. Uh, Sporting Lisbon, the football, the, the the guys in the in charge of the club said that he had to decide um, which of his careers <laughs> he wanted to do. So he chose roller hockey um, oh. and finished his football age twenty eight. He still won a lot of trophies. At yeah, well, it's a funny one, isn't it? But um, shame for him, James. He's made his decision. True. His football's lost though. But anyway, back to uh, Perotio. Uh, he played from uh, for Sporting. Uh, from 1937 to 1949, so the, the five violins were kind of uh, late 40s. Mm. Uh, was their that was their pomp, you know, and, yeah. the, and the golden ge- uh, era. Golden that was their era. concerto. Very good. <laughs> uh, the golden era. The symphony. Of, of, <laughs> the finished symphony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for the golden era, they say uh, for Sporting Lisbon was in the 40s and the 50s. He was a part of that. He was the start of it. You know, mm. um, in, all in the 40s. Um, uh, one of his managers, uh, Candido uh, de Oliveira, uh, who took over uh, whilst he was there, called him the goal machine. Uh, in 1942, uh, Perotio scored nine goals in a match, um, in which they won 14 nil. Treble, uh, treble. He scored. Uh, <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> he also scored. <laughs> he, sc- <laughs> he scored four goals once uh, against Benfica in a four-one victory. Oh, he got big. a haul that's against big. Benfica. A haul against the rivals. That's Right, and, and and all in all, he won five league titles and five Portuguese cups uh, with Sporting. He was capped twenty times for the Portuguese national team and struck fifteen goals uh, in those in those games. Uh, he was a very big and powerful player with an unbelievable hit, and uh, and he was superb in the air. And he was about six one six two. Now back in the thirties, big strong lad. That's the size, you know. Or forties. Um, sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, thirties and forties. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, he was often described as a gentleman uh, on and off the field, and uh, he was very well respected by uh, his opponents, even as well. And uh, he's a real man of honour. Now, um, let's get down to the business. The the main reason. I mean, that's we've we've kind of set the foundation there. The main reason why this man caught my eye. Um, is that he had 187 appearances <laughs> appearances for Sporting. There's 187 appearances, 187s, between 186 and 188, if there yeah. is any confusion. Now, yeah. one in one is a good scoring ratio, isn't it? <laughs> Here we go. Isn't it, Pete? One in one is good. Say, I'd say one in one is more than adequate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 187 appearances. Uh, 333 <laughs> goals. Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> 331 goals <laughs> in 187 games? <laughs> He's a goal pervert. Get on that. <laughs> He's a bastard for a goal. He's a bastard for a haul. <laughs> yeah, get on that. Um, oh, you're having that, Jimbo. That's like, what, three a game? Or no, that? that's maths fail. No, I'm not good at maths. That's under two a game, but it's still very good. He, he is the top scorer in the history of Portuguese top flight football. Um, Eusebio managed 319. So there's the comparison. Nothing. That is nothing. <laughs> he yeah. failed short of the great man. Sit on the bench, pal. Eusebio had an average of 1.02 okay. goals a game. This man has uh, a goals to games ratio of 1.67. Well, Plenty seems yet. like about three a game to me. <laughs> Close enough. He'll score. <laughs> yeah. When he plays, he'll score at <laughs> least <laughs> one. Score you and Mario over there. <laughs> <laughs> three a game? Let's call it three no, a game. Not, not as good as the SAS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 
So yeah, 187 appearances, 331 goals. Can, can which, I say Bishkan-esque? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, he is goals to game ratio, the most prolific striker in the history of world. Why football. didn't he play wow. more bloody match? Probably not as many games then, though. To be uh, fair, well, that's yeah. right. They didn't have European games. Mm. European competitions weren't uh, introduced right. then. Mm. So that's right. I mean, Bishan I think has the um, the most goals. Yeah. But this guy games <laughs> to goals uh, ratio is the most prolific goal scorer in the history of world football. Amazing. That's an that's an, it's, it's outrageous that he's not more well known. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard. It's hard to find information on him as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, uh, he retired at the age of 31. Um, scored a hat trick in his last game, I think. Of course. Um, <laughs> uh, See, yeah. wanted to <laughs> told you, didn't I? Yeah. Wanted to get over that 330 mark. Yeah, you know. exactly, yeah. Come on, it was one of his testimonial. They probably <laughs> yeah. let him let him go. Um, uh, he managed the Portuguese national team uh, very briefly in '61, and uh, the Angola national team very briefly. He's still in scoring goals. 66, probably, yeah. Um, but uh, unfortunately, he had a freak accident um, later. A part of his chest had to be amputated. Uh, when he, how the hell do you do that? <laughs> that is severe. Yeah, when he was he was playing um, in a veterans match. He died at the age of 60, and uh, of course the um, the Portuguese sports world mourned him. Um, but uh, what a great player he was and one of the best goal scorers the world has ever seen and he has to absolutely nice has to come into the Demon Dust welcome <laughs> bring your violin <laughs> the goal machine no, wow if anyone is worthy of the nickname the goal machine <laughs> that man is it how do we top that <laughs> next week Jamie Carragher <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the football ramble. If you'd like to get in contact with us, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com and our website is thefootballramble.com. There's all sorts of wonderful things up there. Ramble Tube and... Uh, Jim Lovetoy. Jim Lovetoy blog. Yeah, always, a good, always good for a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> if nothing else. Man's he got he writes that exclusively for us. Yeah, yeah. we Very appreciate kindly, that, yeah. Jim. nothing else on. Um... Gentlemen, Betway predictions. I went for uh, a Pompey win. This week? Yeah. Wolves. This coming week? Oh, yeah, this coming week, sorry. Coming sorry, up, Pompey yeah. to, to beat Wolves, yeah. I'm having Chelsea to draw at Anfield. I think Chelsea will win that, but fair enough. Okay. I'm going for Tottenham to uh, pump Bolton. I think they'll <laughs> pressure up. <laughs> vaccinate them. <laughs> yeah. yes. In the words of Maradona. Peter? Peter. I, I'm going for, uh, I went for uh, Real to win uh, last week, and uh, funnily enough, like the odds aren't as good as <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise! What a surprise! But I did win at the very least. So this week I'm going for a slightly hard one: Lazio to draw against uh, Inter Milan. Ooh. So uh, which I mean they won the week. Yeah, Betway.com yeah. forward slash the football ramble. The football mm. ramble did also um, on Friday afternoons. If you go to 442.com, you can listen to the football ramble extra yeah. which is exclusive material which we uh, do for 442 we also read emails out on there yeah. so check that out Get my involved. good people say goodbye James or Jim goodbye say goodbye Pete yes say goodbye Luke no we're all off to Antonio Cassano's wedding cheers <laughs>